Welcome to the Kimberly Wenya podcast. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and wellness blogger. If you love health, wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and co-creation, then this is the podcast for you. We talk about all the things you need to nourish your well-being, body, mind, and spirit. Living a bro-chic lifestyle means enjoying a chic and minimalist aesthetic whilst embracing natural health and living. Each episode is a piece of inspiration to nourish your mindset and up-level your life. So, ready to dive in? Let's get to it. Hi girls. Oh my gosh. So I'm so excited for today's episode. I'm like still high vibing because I'm so excited. I just finished up speaking to Lauren Everts from The Skinny Confidential. Um, I, I know, I know. I'm so excited because she left so many golden nuggets for us to just really take to to heart and really act upon because she gave so okay okay let me find my words properly basically if you are a blogger if you're an influencer if you are somebody who's building a business then this episode is amazing for you because she gives some real tips on like just workflow on visualization vision boards um she really gets deep into those and she gives us that gives us her actual tips on it so i'm so so excited for you guys to listen to this. Um, but pretty much, she is drop dead gorgeous. So if you had to think of a movie character, she's like she's like Regina George. Literally has beautiful blonde hair, blue eyes. But contrary to Regina George, she really has a heart of pure gold. She was so genuine and um, we actually messed up the time for our our interview and she was just so lovely about it and the most genuine, authentic person I've ever spoken to, like really. If you're not familiar with Lauren, she is the creator of The Skinny Confidential. I go into this a little bit in our episode, but basically she has it built an empire. She talks about everything ranging from travel to lifestyle to food, wellness, fashion on her blog. And she also has an amazing podcast with her husband, which you really need to listen to because she has some amazing people that she interviews on her podcast, including like Ashley Tisdale, who I love, you know, high school musical vibes. And pretty much I just love listening to her talk. Like she just sounds like a girlfriend. Another thing that I love about Lauren is that she just talks about what she wants to talk about. If she wants to talk about camel toes, she'll talk about it. If she wants to talk about boob jobs, she'll talk about it. She's totally unapologetic about just being totally authentic, being her true self, which is something that I think we should all really look up to and really aspire to do the same with ourselves. Like just be ourselves. So I'm going to let you listen to this episode really so everything in and on the other side I'm going to share my main points with you so enjoy hi everybody so I'm super excited to be here with Lauren Everts Bostick today Lauren welcome to the podcast thank you for having me So Lauren is the creator of The Skinny Confidential. It's a blog, a brand, a book, and a podcast. And she hosts her podcast with her husband, Michael Bostick, whose real name is actually Susan. Is that right, Lauren? That is 100% true. Yeah. And the gist of her brand is pretty much think kale in one hand, champagne in the other. And I saw this from her website when I did a full stalk. 
She's a total girl boss who has built an empire with her brand. She's been featured in Gary Vaynerchuk's latest book, Crushing It, and she's also been featured on the Ask Gary V show. She's had collaborations with Nordstrom, Topshop, Reebok, Nasty Gal, Victoria's Secret, only to name a few, and she has over freaking 700,000 followers on Instagram. And so if you girls aren't following her, you're living under a rock. <laughs> two things that I love about Lauren is that she's got two beautiful Chihuahua puppies, Pixie and T-Bring Pickens, and she loves the rainbow fish, which I loved as a kid also. I love the rainbow fish. That's an yeah. amazing addition. I, it was actually the storyline of a school play when I was six, and I'm pretty sure I played a starfish, so I was I was clearly the main role. I love it. Um, I love it. <laughs> so before we get started, Lauren, I would love to know what are three things that you're grateful for today? What are three things I'm grateful for today? Probably I'm grateful for my health. Mm-hmm. All day. Um, I'm grateful that I have Mimi to keep me on schedule because she just made me need a, a leave a meeting or I was going to run over track. And I'm grateful to be on the phone with you because I think you're absolutely adorable and your accent is just so incredible. I, I want to like bottle it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Lauren. All right. So my podcast is not about health, wellness or beauty. It's a dip. It's a different kind of podcast to the ones you're usually on and the stuff you usually speak about. But the reason why I wanted you to come onto the podcast is because you're a modern girl. You love chic. You are the epitome of chic. And I love, like, I feel like you do believe in, um, like the woo woo or some spiritual stuff sometimes because I have read one of your blogs recently and it was called Why Intention is Everything. And you mentioned Wayne Dyer and vibes and I was like oh my god I need to know more like what Lauren thinks about manifestation or just spirituality in general energy vibes and I feel like many other girls in your community also would love to hear about this so I'm just gonna give you the microphone like go ahead oh no you you hop right in there I'm so about this I love this amazing so tell me like are you what what is your point of view of law of attraction and manifestation do you use it how do do you kind of like use it for your brand your business that sort of stuff I mean I think that the law of attraction and manifestation is everything and it's so funny because I look back on on my entire life and everything that's ever happened to me and I put I put my hands in quotes happened to me has not happened to me. It, it actually was manifested and there was that law of attraction there. I just didn't know that I was utilizing and tapping into that, but I was kind of doing it before I knew what it was. And, and, and I always say that it's, it's like, if you mix manifestation with creating a strategic future, you, you really can map out the way your life goes. I mean, of course there's going to be things that happen that are outside of your control, but I, I'm a big believer in creating your own future. So how I, how I would say, like, going back, I manifested and used law of attraction was when I was I was in um, college, bored out of my mind, going to San Diego State, and I was working three jobs. And I just manifested and, and envisioned and visualized this community that I was going to create and how I was going to create it and how it was going to be rolled out. And, and I think that when you really have clarity and you think about the direction of your life and you almost plan backwards mixed with that, that, like you said, law of attraction and manifestation, you can really, really create your own future. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Oh, by the way, Lauren, the, the audio is a little bit squeaky, but I think it's fine. I think I'll just fix it on my end, <laughs> but um, amazing. Okay. So another thing that I wanted to ask is, so you talked about, you know, working backwards and stuff. And so obviously you learned this from somewhere. Where did you learn it from? Because a lot of girls feel like it's too spiritual and they kind of get scared and they feel like they're, they're going hippie. So like, where did you hear about it? What made it feel to you okay to go and learn about (laughs) when you you broke up when you said the first thing what did you say the first the first part of the question oh I can hear you so much better um so the first part of the question it really is um how did you learn about law of attraction and manifestation because a lot of people hear about it through the secret and I'm just wondering have you watched the secret or did you read books how did you learn about it I've never read The Secret. Um, mm. I, I've never read it in my life. I think a lot of people have, like you just said, learned it through that. I, I would say that I've learned it through through building the skinny confidential. And and like when you have such a clear vision and you know what you want and you and and you, and you're almost like a visionary, you you have to practice those things that you just mentioned or or you're not going to be effective. I think that, that I certainly have a lot of resources that I tap into like podcasts. Um, I, you know, I love Wayne Dreyer. Like, um, I, I, I consume his content. I love, um, I just listened to a great Tim Ferriss episode. I'm constantly learning and I'm always looking outside of just me. My, my grandma told me a long time ago, she's like, you have to get interested. And what she meant by that was not get interested in, in, in and wrapped up in my own life, but get interested in what's outside of me. And so I'm always like, I always want to check myself and remind myself that I do not know everything. I'm not going to ever know anything. And so it's so important to keep reading and consuming and, and, and checking into those resources. I'm a big reader. Um, I, I'm a really big fan of, um, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. I think that that book has really, it really opened my eyes that, that you are the creator of your own future and you are the only one that can tap into your potential and no one else is going to do it for you and no one else is going to do the work for you. Um, it's in your control. That book is a great book for maybe people that are feeling lost and, and, and feeling like they're waiting for life to happen to them instead of going out and kind of taking it by the balls. Uh, there's a story in there that that's super interesting. It's about two brothers and these two brothers grew up in this super alcoholic, horrible environment. And they both grew up and one, one was, um, you know, in jail and he did drugs and he smoked and, and he didn't have a family. And the other one was this super successful guy, super happy, uh, married, had kids, had everything going for him. And an interviewer asked them with the same childhood, he said, he said, why did your life turn out this way? And they both had the same answer. And the answer was, well, my parents. And, and that just shows you right there. One took, took the horrible experience and let it victimize him. And the other one took it and let it fuel him. And I think like in life, there's so many forks in the road where you can choose to let adversity or struggle fuel you, or you can let it victimize you. I think it, it certainly is a choice. 
Oh my gosh, yes to that so much because I always like to say, and this is something Gabby Bernstein talks about. Are you familiar? Do you love Gabby Bernstein? Or I, I haven't consumed her content, but I've heard amazing things about her. Yeah, and she's always like, you know, we are not the victim of the lives that that we see, the, the world that we see. And so that's exactly what you mentioned just then. And so I love that so much because, yeah, it really is about how you come, come from that and like how you actually use that experience. Um, so, so you mentioned that when you were building the skinny confidential that you were doing, was it visualization? Like you saw what, what you wanted to build. And so I want to know, like, did you use visualization for that? Just like without realizing it was a thing and how did you like actually see it, it like be that goal you wanted to go for? So what I did is everyone like does this thing called a vision board. I was like, that to me was like a little bit. A vision board is great, but I don't think it's laying out the execution. I think a vision board and an execution board are super different. So instead of doing a vision board, like a Pinterest board with all my inspo on it, I, I kind of flipped it, on, flipped it on its head and did something different. So what I did is something called, and I didn't know this is what it was called when I did it. I just did it. Um, I, I did an, execu- an execution board. What that is, is it's basically, I took a poster board from Rite Aid and on it, I literally built out the blog that I wanted. I had no graphic design experience. I had no, um, you know, website experience, like none of that. So I created the, my website myself and how I did that is I went to the fabric store and bought different textures and I went Um, I went and got different marker colors and, and, and pulled different fonts. And I literally created what was in my head, the dream blog that I wanted on a poster board. And I did this over like six weeks. So I had like all these different textiles and and different inspiration and building the blog in front of me. So how that's different than a vision board is the vision board is like everyone else's life and what you want and the fonts and this and that. This was more of an actual vision of what I wanted to create. And when you walk by that every day, it inspires you because it starts to come to life. And then I took it a step farther and I was like, okay, how can I further execute on this when I don't have the blog yet? And so I got a trapper keeper that was like hot pink. I still have it. Um, I'll have to snap it when this interview goes live because yes. I don't, I haven't talked about it a lot, but, um, it's like a trapper keeper. It's super thick. And in it, I pulled all these magazine articles and book articles and wrote notes and like basically made a blog in a binder. So now I had like the infrastructure of the website hanging on the wall. And then I had like the trapper keeper full of like 500 pages of notes and all these different things I'd collected over the years in this book. And I felt really, I I felt like I had the tools in my toolbox. Um, and again, that goes into the, the manifestation part. Like I was literally manifesting this idea that was just an idea six weeks ago. Um, so I think if you're out there and you're listening and you have an idea, instead of creating a vision board of pulling from, from other people, I would say to create more of an execution board of, of your idea and actually put your idea in front of you and make it come alive. I love that so much that you've called it an execution board because another thing with girls who are into like woo-woo and manifestation is they get the vision board, but they don't do anything. They like sit down and they're like, okay, now where is it? And, and whereas you were talking about, you know, do the action, actually make it and like it actually make it happen. <laughs> I'm such a doer. I'm, I hate talking about things. I don't like, I, I was telling Michael the other day, I'm like, I don't want to go to coffee. I don't want to talk about it. 
I want to do. I think that so many people waste so much time talking about what they're going to do or how they're going to do it and meeting with all these people. And I just, I find it the best thing to do is just do take action, write a DM to someone, ask them on your podcast, you know, write 20 DMS to someone to come on your blog. Take action is like, so uh, to-do lists are great. And like, it's great to sit down and talk about your dreams and what you're going to do. But at the end of the day, the people that I see that are the most successful are the ones that roll up their sleeves and do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So I want to move on to like, so leading on from that, um, a lot of people talk about alignment and flow. Are you familiar with that term? I'm not, but maybe if you told me what it was, I may be. Yeah, because I'm curious. So um, you talk about time blocking a lot and you've got like a time block. You don't use your phone so that you don't get distracted. And a lot of people talk about flow and alignment. Like, you know, when time passes so quickly and you you know exactly what you're doing, that you, you just are in the flow. You're like in your genius zone. And it's like sports people talk about this also. And so I'm just wondering, like when you use your time block, do, does that distract you? Like, do you feel like you're getting out of flow ever? Like, do you ever think you're going against the water flow? if that kind of makes sense (laughs) yeah no it makes I call I I guess I call it I guess it would be a workflow totally I get what you're saying um I I have to have everything the way I want things to be creative which is so obnoxious and annoying like I can't sit in a room and have it be dirty and work like my, my my chi is off like it just doesn't work so I have to have like oils burning. I have to have like bossa nova on, like maybe a candle lit. Like I need my desk clear. I'm very much the type of person that my workspace is reflective of my brain. So I can't have like all this crap all over my office and work. Like it just doesn't work like that for me. So actually what I found is like, we can sit here and talk about my excuses for why I can't do anything. That's boring. What I found works is actually getting out of my environment if it's messy. So instead of sitting there and like cleaning it up and like getting everything the way I want it, sometimes there's not time. So I need to just remove myself from that and go somewhere else. And what I do is I'll go to a coffee shop or I'll go to a sushi restaurant that has great Wi-Fi, and I'll remove myself from that mess. Um, Because if I'm at home and things are like everywhere, I, I don't feel like I'm in the flow. I, the time when I have the most flow is probably when I'm at a restaurant by myself. I'm very, very big on going to a restaurant by myself. I get so much work done. I mean, um, I wrote a book going to a restaurant myself. So just sitting there with my hoodie on, um, with my computer fully charged phone chargers next to me, you know, um, if it's during the day tea, if it's during the night, maybe a glass of wine and just sitting there and, and putting my head down and doing the work. And that gives me a lot of flow. I love that because some girls, I, I think they feel like it's it's sad to go to a restaurant by yourself. And I'm like, no, because like you have to have the confidence. You have to build that self-love so that when you when you go there, it's totally fine. Like no one's going to look at you and be like, oh my God, what a loser. Like that that's just a reflection of themselves. There's nothing better than going to a restaurant by themselves. If anyone's listening and you're scared, it's the literally the best thing ever. I like the, there's no, it's the most, it's, it's such self-care time. You can sit there uninterrupted you get to have service because there's a waiter there and you can like you know you can pick what you want to eat and like it's all comes to you and you just sit there and you can turn on your time block or your alarm on your phone and just focus on one task at a time there is nothing better I mean I've been known to close restaurants down at like 10 30 at night they're like you gotta go 
<laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, so I want to know, like, being um, in Crushing It, which is Gary Vaynerchuk's book, that's a big deal. And being even on his show, like, how did you manifest that? And how did you, like, um, was it a goal that you had before? Did it happen unexpectedly? Give us the lowdown. I try not to set goals. I more set a vision. Like, uh, like I, I see, like, I'll see who I want on our podcast or I'll see who I want to collaborate with and I'll start putting energy towards that. Um, as far as Gary, I always knew our paths would cross from the second I read his book, Crush, uh, Crush It. Like, he just is my type of person. He's a doer. And so what I did is I started Snapchatting and Instagram storying his book. Now, this is when he wasn't as popular as he was now. So his social media team saw that I was doing that and they, they reached out and they invited me on the show. Um, and I have to tell you, I wasn't like surprised because again, it's something I manifest, I, 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 I manifested and it's something that I put out there. out there was was to collaborate with him when I met him he's exactly how he is like in person exactly for likely flattered and humbled and um grateful for the opportunity because he's like such an uh, a superstar entrepreneur Um, But I think that if you are wanting something that seems unattainable, because at the time, maybe being on Gary Vee's show would be unattainable. I think that you should put the energy out there into the ether and and make steps and systems to, to, to get what you want. Instead of just setting the goal, you need to make sure you're implementing those systems to get there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. So good. And okay. So this is a little bit of a turn of a topic, but meditation, I know that you meditate every day now, you use Headspace. Um, and how does that affect your work and, and how does it affect your energy? I mean, meditation has been so good for me. I am so high strung all day and my day is like back to back to back to back to back all day long that that I heard, I heard Tony Robbins say, he's like, if you don't have 10 minutes for yourself, you don't have a life. And, and I was like, Oh my God, he's right. I mean, I wake. Sorry. That's my alarm going off. It's the first thing I do, um, in the morning for 10 minutes, every morning headspace. And what's happened is it's become a habit and I'm not perfect at it. Um, I just do it for 10 minutes every day. And I sit up in, in my bed and just close my eyes and just think. And what it's done is it's been able to give me clarity in my business and my life and, and figure out if something's bothering me and, and just be reflective. Um, it's definitely something that's a practice. Um, and I think it's, it's an ongoing practice, but now I, I really find it to be like a very peaceful point of my day and I look forward to it. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, also, I heard on one of your latest episodes, I think it was with Aubrey, that you were thinking of seeing a shaman and, and that that's like real deep stuff there. But I was just wondering what is drawing you towards seeing one? Yeah. I mean, I've heard about ayahuasca from a lot of different people. A lot of them are mentors and I've just heard a lot of really great things about it. I am the type of person that I'm, I'm not judgmental. And I think everyone has like a very different journey. 
And I think that I'm open to like trying things and experimenting things. Um, I've, I'm not like a drug person. I, I like tequila, but I do, <laughs> for some reason, there's something like pulling me to try ayahuasca. I don't think it's something that I would try. I think Aubrey's tried it like 18 times, which is crazy. I don't think it's something oh, that like that. <laughs> I think that it would just be a really cool, powerful spiritual experience. And, um, I think that, that it would, I've heard from many people that it kind of unravels all these vines and gives you just a lot of clarity. And that's super interesting to me. Yeah. Amazing. So good. Okay. So I just have some rapid fire questions I would love to ask you. Are you up for it? Love it. Okay. So if you were stuck on an Island and you could only bring one skin tool serum or cream with you, what would it be? Facial massager and sunscreen. So good. You got me into facial massages, by the way. It's the best ever. Um, Okay, so um, who is your ultimate dream person to interview for your podcast? Probably Tim Ferriss, just because I respect the way he interviews so much, and I think he's so well-prepared and just so high level. Um, And I just think what he's done is just next level. I would love to interview him. Oh, I would love to interview. I mean, I want to say Oprah, but I feel like that's such a cliche answer, but I do (laughs) think it would be fun to interview someone that's used to doing the interviewing like Katie Couric or Oprah. Um, and then I would love to like interview Kylie Jenner. You know what I mean? Like take a big right turn and interview some, like someone who's the, the top influencer in our, in our world right now. I mean, she's what she's done with, with her brand is just nuts. And I have so much respect for it. So I think she'd be a great interview. I love, but you know what? I, I love talking to people that just are interesting and that are in their own lane and unapologetically themselves. They, they aren't beating to the tune of what society tells them to do. They're taking a different way. That's what fascinates me. And that's what I want to, that's what I want to represent on the podcast. I love that. Okay. And if you could go on to any talk show, like Ellen, Oprah, Jimmy Fallon, which one would you be on? Oh, I think Ellen. Yeah. Just because she's so funny. She's hilarious. Okay. Amazing. And if there is one thing you could tell your 21-year-old self, what would it be? Anything. Stop with the college. Go start a blog. Oh my God. So good. <laughs> okay. And I was just wondering before we leave, could I pull you a card from my card deck? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So let's ask the universe to give us something for Lauren. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. Oh, I I think this is like so good for you also, by the way. Um, I don't know why, but I was like, yes, it speaks to her. (laughs) Obstacles are detours in the right direction. I don't know whether you can see that. Can you see this? I love it. (laughs) Yeah. That is so cool. Wait, so you pulled it from a card deck that you have? Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's at Gabby Bernstein card deck. And basically I was like, universe, give us something for Lauren. And I felt, I listened to my intuition and it was like this card. And does that resonate with you at all? Like, Yeah, I love it. Any- I love it. That's yeah? such a good card. I love, I need to get that deck. Yeah, I, I will, like, I'll send it, the name of it to you so you can grab yours. You are so cute. I love what you're doing. I think that your podcast is so niche and it provides a super fresh perspective. And you're absolutely adorable. 
Thank you so much, Lauren. Honestly, thank you so much for coming on and thank you for your time. You've, and I think that this is going to really help so many girls. Like it's breaking it down, you know, bring it back to earth and so good. Not underestimating action at all. I love it. Take action, do, and create your own future. Yes. Okay, Lauren, thank you so much. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to say? Oh, that's pretty much all good. No, just email me because I want to send you something and send me um, a little Instagram story when this is live and I'll do a swipe up. Yes, I'll send you that little glitter pixie because I put it like on a, on a story thing for you. So yay. You are so cute. I love that. <laughs> okay, Kimberly, it was so nice to meet you. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And let me know if you're ever in San Diego or LA. Yes, I will. It's one of the places that I have to come to. It's like my dream destination. Yes. Bring your <laughs> okay. cards. We need your energy. Yes, I will. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Lauren. I'll let you go now. All right, thanks, Kimberly. Bye. So, girls, oh, my God, wasn't she just beautiful? Like, I literally cannot. I can't. She's just a beautiful human. But I just wanted to finish off this episode by kind of summing up, like, the key take-home messages that I'm really taking from this interview. Something that I really love about what um, Lauren talked about was that, you know, you aren't the victim of your life. You aren't the victim of the world that you see. It's really up to you to move from the challenges that you face in life and make what you can from it. And so, you know, you're never going to get anywhere in life if all you do is complain about your parents or you complain about the past or any like adversity that you face, then you're never going to get anywhere. It's really about growing from what you have, doing the best that you can from where you are right now. The second thing that I absolutely love that she told us about was don't make it a vision board. Instead, make an execution board. So really create stuff on that board that goes towards what you're creating. Don't just drag things from Pinterest and stuff. Whilst that's a great idea to do at the very beginning, make sure that you actually create a board where you really brainstorm, you know, what is going to happen? What are the actual fonts you're going to use? What what does the room look like? What's, what's the floor plan if you're creating a workspace? You know, like actually actually take action to what is really going to contribute to your progress. I think there's just something really special about creating a board that is purely created from what's in your mind rather than just dragging and dropping stuff from other people's lives, which is what she mentioned. Like all those things on Pinterest, they're beautiful, but they belong to other people and they're not really yours. And so if you actually create a board that has the things that you really want in your life, but it comes from your mind and it's that blog, that business or that brand, then that is going to move you so much more forward because in a way it's already taking action. It's, it's already making action towards manifesting your dream goal. Also, Lauren is a doer as in she takes action every single day and she is so productive. Like the day that I interviewed her, she had back-to-back interviews. She was traveling, she was on the go, but she makes use of all her time so well. And I have saved the best point for last because this is something that I was like, oh my gosh, this is definitely manifestation in the works. So when I asked Lauren whether she had a goal to be on Gary Vaynerchuk, um his show on YouTube or in his book she said no she she doesn't actually like to set goals instead when she read Crush It, his first book, she knew from the get-go that she was going to cross paths with Gary Vaynerchuk. 
And what does that mean in manifestation talk? That basically means she had certainty. She knew it from within and it was just intrinsically ingrained in her mind that she knew that she was going to cross roads with him. She was going to meet him because she just, it was just within her belief system. And when it's within your subconscious and that deep, that is when the magic happens. And that's when you manifest things that just seem such like a big deal. Like that's how Gabby Bernstein got to interview, got to be interviewed by Oprah because she knew. And this is the exact same thing with Lauren. Like she just knew she was going to cross paths with Gary. So if there is one major tip from this episode with Lauren, I would say have certainty for what you want to manifest. Never question it. Just know from within and keep telling yourself it's going to happen. And you don't have to set goals. Rather, just if as long as you have it in your subconscious and you know with certainty, then you can wait without anxiety. And it's been a while since I've actually said that quote, but I'm going to repeat it because I love it so much. If you can have certainty for what you want to manifest then you can wait and you can wait without anxiety and that is a beautiful quote from a course in miracles if you're wondering but yeah that is pretty much my major take-home messages from what Lauren said. Of course, every single sentence that she said was so jam-packed with valuable information. Oh my gosh. And you guys, like I haven't, I, like I've totally forgotten to even talk about this. Like the fact, like this is manifestation inception. Oh my goodness. Did you hear that? I just hiccuped. <laughs> this is manifest I just got so excited this is like manifestation inception oh my god I can't I need water (laughs) but basically I it was like so amazing to even have manifested the opportunity to to actually interview Lauren and at first oh god okay wait let me let me just take a break and get some water I'll be back okay I'm back and I just had some water so hopefully I'm cured but basically I just put it out there and I was like I'm gonna go for it universe show me what you got and I just manifested it and you know this just shows that if you have certainty for some reason I was just like you know I'm totally and you have to release the form remember and not make it so important so Obviously, I knew I wanted to interview her because I love everything that she has and I just connect with her, all of her content. And basically, I was like, you know, I I read this blog post and I was like, I really want to manifest actually interviewing her and and talking about it because she's a modern girl and I want it. She's an awesome bridge between the two. But what I really did, which is so important, is I had to make sure that I didn't really like grasp it so much, like want it like and it like a like a dying situation. What do you what do you call it when it's like so important? Like I couldn't squeeze this and be like, oh my gosh, universe, if I don't have this, I'm gonna die. And so you have to kind of let it go a little, loosen your grip and not be so like worked up about whether it happens or not. And that's when it actually happens. And it just really shows that if you have certainty, if you know that it's going to happen, which is, you know, coming full circle with what Lauren said about being um, like crossing paths with Gary Vee. And so now I'm literally showing you it really, really works because I manifested this interview and Lauren is such a busy girl. Like she's got such a full schedule. She's got a lot of people wanting her attention. And so I am so, so grateful to the universe for this opportunity and to be able to also ask questions with questions questions which I know you girls would have also loved to know about so I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did I I freaking I freaking have to be honest about this I have listened to this episode like 
three to five times already and I know I'm going to listen to it so many more times because it's just so good. I think every time you listen to a podcast, even if it's the same episode, you just draw new information every single time. Like sometimes there's something you missed or something there is sometimes there is something that you need to really hear at that point in time and it just comes through the audio. And so I hope that you've really gotten a lot of value from this episode. If you want to reach out to Lauren, if you want to find her, if you want to follow her you can find her on instagram at the skinny confidential you can find her on snapchat under the username lauren evitts and you can also find her on her blog of course which is her hub everything is there and it's just the skinnyconfidential.com Oh, and don't forget that Lauren actually also has a podcast called The Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, which she hosts with her husband. So you have to listen to it because it's so damn good. Like there, I just listen to it when I'm in the shower. It feels like I'm chatting to a girlfriend, of course, with her husband, Michael. And yeah, it's just so much value in that. If you love personal development, then you will love her podcast and also wellness and fitness and all that good jazz. And I will link everything in the show notes just in case you're being lazy. Yeah, I know. I do it all the time as well. So I'll link everything there. Girls, thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I'd so love if you could leave me an iTunes review. For more inspiration and new daily wellness tips on my story, come and find me on Instagram at Kimberly Wenya. Sending big, big love.